Greetings, everyone. I am Sayyid Ali Jafri, a research associate at the Center for Security Strategy and Policy Research, University of Lahore. Today, I'm being joined by Andrew Small, who needs no introduction for people who study China. He's a transatlantic fellow at the German, Mar uh, German Marshall uh, Fund, United States. He's the author of a famous book, uh, the, pa uh, the China-Pakistan Axis. Today, we'll talk to him about a very important uh, topic that is going to intrigue policymakers and academics alike in the days to come. It is about uh, the, the relationship of China with the Taliban and how would China look at the Taliban. Recently, uh, the uh, Chinese foreign minister had a meeting with Mullah Brother and they discussed a lot of things, especially related to terrorism and, uh, um, and took guarantees rather on how the new group and the new dispensation in Afghanistan, for which China is also working, uh, will look at uh, the growing threat of ETIM. So, Andrew, thank you very much. I would just like to get your thoughts on how would China deal with the Taliban in the days to come, and why would it deal the way it would? Over to you. Uh, thanks, and, and, and very glad to be able to join you for this. Um, so I think there's an, there's an immediate question for, for China, which is, um, is the Taliban able to establish a viable government that will achieve international uh, recognition, achieve diplomatic recognition, put itself on a sound footing in, in the very short term? So there's, there's some sort of immediate imperatives uh, in terms of how the Taliban is handling the formation of a government, um, obviously the um, the evacuations and the situation in, in Kabul. Um, so China has been quite actively engaged in, in at least trying to ensure that um, in this short window, which can, I think, define a lot about how the new government is perceived, um, that they handle this in, in, in a certain manner. But um, I, I think the, and, and China's been concerned that you you have a victory achieved by the Taliban on the battlefield uh, that then creates a fragile uh, political environment, that they're not able to build consensus of any description, even of fig leaf with other groups, and that the situation could unravel again. So they've been leaning quite hard on that issue. Um, and as you say, um, I think the critical question for China remains the uh, the relations between the Taliban and various international uh, transnational militant groups with the TIP, uh, the the Uyghur militants in in Afghanistan, absolutely at the top of the list in their exchanges. Um, there are interests that China has in kind of the longer term on on some of the economic prospects and things in Afghanistan, and they still want to be able to offer those prospects as well to to, to the Taliban. The idea that China could come in as a as a larger scale investor. Um, but I, I think they're still treading and will tread quite carefully on that in the short term until they're clear on the security situation, the political situation, and then just how, how the Taliban uh, deal with, with, with China's concerns on, on the Uyghur question. Um, though I, I think they will be one of the governments, and we've already seen this with the UN Security Council resolution um, and some of the, I think, some of the shorter term offers of assistance that will be provided. China will step in in a more active diplomatic role and I think will provide some kind of short-term support to a new government in, in, in various ways as it's, as it's starting to find its feet, um, you know, bar, barring uh, you know, a, a really problematic outcome from, from China's perspective. But I, they, have a, they have a long-standing relationship with the Taliban. They've, they've, they've at least figured out some political guarantees, though they'll want to see how that's actually delivered on the ground. Uh, thank you. I think uh, the first point that you made is pretty interesting. Uh, 
because the concern now is that what kind of a government will come in uh, will will be placed in Afghanistan and for that China is also trying its level best uh, and the other important thing that I would like to highlight and maybe you, you could shed light on it uh, for a couple of uh, for some seconds uh, is how is China looking up to, uh, how is how is how are the Taliban looking up to China the statements that have come out from the Taliban's uh, from the Taliban's leadership is that that they look up to China as a very important financial conduit that can help uh, their uh, them extricate their country out of out of a financial mess that is going to uh, come to the fore going forward. Uh, so maybe a couple of uh, uh, maybe some thoughts on how the Taliban looks up to China and uh, how that could figure into the equation. Uh, yes, so, I mean, first of all, the I think primarily China is seen as this kind of potential economic outlet. It's it's in a context in which Taliban know there will not be the levels of um, economic support provided by the West, or that if it was provided, it would be on terms that the Taliban were not necessarily willing to accept. China provides one of the kind of ec an economic lifeline in, in certain respects. It's capable of coming in on, on, on a large scale with investments and other forms of, of support. So I think that's top. The second thing is the diplomatic protection that China can provide um, on issues like sanctions and things at the UN Security Council, um, which, which is e important even right now. Uh, and then the third element is the relationship with Pakistan. Um, of, of course, this is a dynamic that, um, that, that um, has, has, an, has, a, has a material effect on, on, on the Taliban's um, capacity to maneuver. So um, I, I, I think they also want to see the actor that's behind Pakistan on certain questions being one that they can deal with directly too. Thank you very much.